Hello, 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 hello. My friends, my madcaps, newbies to the show, if, if we're, you know, getting any more of those. Welcome to the Miscellaneous Debris Podcast with me, the one and only, yours truly, the mad chatter, Ryan MK, host of the pod. Calm the light down on that a little bit. Anyway, we're here. We are back. It has been a minute. Yes, it has been a minute. I was going to pod last week, to be honest. But I was kind of waiting for all the election stuff to get over with. Because I really wanted to chat about that. Sorry, fixing the beer, fixing the beer. Really wanted to chat about that. Um, Because it went fairly well. It could have been better. Could have been much worse. Uh, And you got to wonder. If a certain uh, ex-president announcing his run might actually be a good thing, but more on all of that later. I'm recording this on Sunday. The World Cup begins today in about an hour. More on that later. But this coming week is uh, Thanksgiving week. Children's are off school. I know my boys are excited to have the week off. You know, that just means more iPad time. Not having to wake up early to do stupid schoolwork, <laughs> according to them. But I do, I do love the holiday, Thanksgiving. As in, I love that we have this day. Most of us don't have to work. I have had to work plenty of Thanksgivings. Not this one. Will not be working this one. But most people enjoy the day off. Football is on. There's food, friends and family about. It's a good day. For me, I just hang with the wife and kids. Smoke a lot of weed, eat a lot of turkey, watch the football. It's just a nice, chill day. You know what I mean? I enjoy it. And while I do believe in getting thanks and sharing in a bountiful feast... I do also acknowledge there's some bullshit to the way the story of Thanksgiving is presented. I believe it was last year. I did a whole history of Thanksgiving on the podcast. I'm not going to go that far into it. But when I say BS to the way it's presented, meaning, you know, yes, pilgrims and, and the Wampanoag people, that they feasted together. I have no idea if I pronounced that correctly. I normally double check because, you know, you can Google anything these days. <laughs> but, uh, you know, you can Google and say, how do you pronounce this? And uh, normally I do that. I forgot. Apologies. No disrespect mented. I'm not even going to try mented. Mented? Am I really starting off this pod talking this terribly? Anyway, I'm just, just because of that, I'm not even going to try and pronounce that shit again. Because uh, I'm already fumbling words. But the point is, this relationship between the two peoples wasn't quite so friendly as made out to be. Plenty of, I mean, it's not like they were the Starks and Baratheons, right? Feasting together as friends. No, more like the Starks and the Freys. And it's a wonder that shit didn't end Red Wedding style. You know what I mean? Uh, apologies ever ever since house of dragon and then reading fire and blood for me and my brothers what would we hope to be a podcast we'll see if we can actually accomplish this uh that's a whole nother story for another time but yes ever since reading the i've just been like full-blown back in love with game of thrones again (sighs) i just love it so much i love it so much i know i know didn't end the great i'll talk more about that later game of thrones love it anyway back to turkey day stuff for me i'm just gonna take it as it is you know day of rest weed food family football not some propaganda about pilgrims but we know most everyone is just waiting for christmas like my children's they'll have more school they don't have to attend (laughs) 
And they just, my little guy, he just loved the holidays. I mean, it, it doesn't matter what holiday. He gets excited. Valentine's Day, Easter. He gets excited for everyone's birthday. Anytime there's an event, a celebration, holiday, this kid gets super excited. I mean, last year, what was it? He would just count down the days till his birthday. I mean, he loves this stuff. So he's super excited for Thanksgiving too. They had it for school. They made some turkey things, you know, turkey crafts. And boy, he's just excited as can be, ready for turkey day. Even though he'll really not partake and he, he probably won't eat turkey. He's a bit picky. Doesn't care about football. He's five. <laughs> but he probably won't partake in any of the uh, Thanksgiving Day stuff, really. But he's excited nonetheless. But Christmas is just a whole nother ball game. Whole nother ball game. We're already getting it. You know, we don't do the decorating too early. And I'm not like some people who want to crush others that decorate early. I've got no problem if you want to go right from Halloween to setting up for Christmas. I got no issue with that. You do you. Me, to me, to me personally, November, Thanksgiving, that's still more fall. So you take down some of the, you know, the scarier Halloween stuff, but you leave up some pumpkin shit, maybe some scarecrow. You leave a little bit of the fall stuff up. And then at least the way we do it in my house, Thanksgiving night is when we usually bust out the Christmas decorations, put the tree together, start decorating that. And then slowly but surely over the next week or so, we'll get the house all prettied up and Christmased up. But for the most part, yeah, we just, we, we wait. We wait till Thanksgiving night to even start, right? That's what we usually do. I, I, maybe there's been times Thanksgiving week we started to put a few things up, but for the most part, yeah. But again, I'm also not one to bash on those who do want to. I do. What's the big fucking deal? I mean, it's just for them. And what, you drive by, it's going to make you angry that someone's got Christmas lights up already? Go fuck yourself. These people get so weird. Why are you putting your Christmas lights up so early? Or, or the, why haven't you taken down your Christmas lights yet? It's February. Fuck off. Let them do what they want to do. Maybe they want to extend the holiday spirit a little while. Fucking let them. Jesus, people. <laughs> But yes, wait, still getting ready for Christmas, even though, you know, not getting the uh, decorations up yet. We're still getting Christmas shopping out the way we like to get it done early. Normally, most years, I start like after Christmas. I'm already getting presents for the next year. Past couple of years have been so crazy, I haven't got around to it. And so we're good, but we'll, we'll have it mostly done by December. So we're going to be ready to go. Uh, my eight-year-old, there's something he's been wanting. Is this the Star Wars Lego I don't know if y'all heard that. I had to whisper, just in case. He's eight, but he's really smart. Eight. <laughs> so you never know. You could have spying devices lying around. Sorry, love my kid genius. Probably doesn't have spy devices yet, though. But anyway, we got this. Uh, we got into advent calendars a few years ago. We got this one for the kids, and it was a Marvel Avengers one. And every day, you know, because that's what advent calendars are. Every every day, there's a little something. This one had books, little mini books. And it was cool. About halfway through, eventually, it's started to get old. These little books every day. But I discovered this year, Lego advent calendars. How did I not know about these? 
What in the fuck? These are amazing. There's a bunch of different kinds. And like, personally, I really thought the Harry Potter one was kick-ass. But there's a lot of different ones. But we had to go with something that, you know, both boys would like. So Star Wars. And this one's actually pretty freaking cool. I'm excited for it. So, um, you know, we got the advent calendar. We're going to open that up on Thanksgiving. We also have a Thanksgiving tradition of we each open. Um, the boys will get a board game and then the, the adults, the parents will get a board game. So we open that on Thanksgiving. Player board games, Thanksgiving. Part of the tradition we had started as a family. So well on our way to the holidays. And I do have an announcement pertaining to holidays and things. This will be one of the last pods in the year of the year. Now, this is in part because the holidays, it's a busy time for my work, just at home, um, family stuff, everything. And part of it is I'm going to be upfront with y'all. You know, if you follow this pod, you know I'm transparent, right? If you're new, sorry, you're going to get one episode and maybe one later and then a little break. So, sorry. But I open up. I am transparent. And I honestly feel I'm at a crossroads. And basically to elaborate, if, again, if you follow along, you know that for me, life's been really up and down past couple of years um, since COVID. And really during COVID, the lockdowns, that wasn't too bad at all. I was working for a while and then I was able to stay home and get some unemployment when things were really bad. And then it was really going back to work when everything starts to return to normalcy. We just had a hard time getting on track. There family issues, car issues, uh, it just also, we moved, I mean, just a lot of stuff, right? And while myself and, and my family, we're, we're on a much better path now. Um, but with that, I've wanted to focus more on my creative outlets, right? And I, that has led to a bit of a stall out for lack of a better phrase. And I've been chatting with my therapist about this, that I just, it's did too many creative outlets, not enough time, or is that true? Do, is there enough time? Am I just not managing it well enough? Uh, is there a more efficient way to attack it all? Do I truly want to do each of individual? You know, it's, there's a lot of stuff there. Now, my plan isn't to stop potting altogether, but I do feel changes i need to make some changes and if possible i'd really like to find a co-host if anybody out there listening thinks they have the chops to be my partner to be one of two in a duo with myself but i'll i'll be back in january at some point regardless but i do feel like i got to take some time and this is a good time to do it, the holidays and everything. And I do plan on trying to get one more pot in before the end of the year, probably between Thanksgiving and Christmas, the two holidays. Um, and like I said, be back in January at some point. But again, some changes need to be made. I need to reorganize, refocus, etc. So, you know, I, more than anything... Uh, I'm just looking out for my mental health this holiday season, especially feeling in such a good spot. I, I want to keep it rolling, right? And so I just wanted to bring this to everybody's attention so they know what's going on. And just in case, just in case I don't get to that other pod before the end of the year, I will be back. Have no fear. But speaking of mental health, another announcement, I've left Twitter. Yes, just in time, as Trump has now been reinstated. <laughs> but it, this is another thing I've spoken with my therapist about. I have the social media block because admittedly, I, I've, I've, I've talked about it on the pod before. I've had a difficult time with social media, whether it's participating, pr 
promoting my own work, such as this pod, it's been a struggle. And part of it is frustration with anonymity and, and people hiding behind it and, and, and saying whatever. And it get, trolls just aren't that funny to me. I mean, for the most part, to be sure, there are some good ones. I also hate misinformation, uh, ignoring of facts. Like, I, I just, like, I want to debate. But I feel on social as it's a fool's errand. Hey, you know, you're dealing with other accounts. You have no idea. Bot, it could be a bot. Most of the time you can tell if it's a bot. But it could be a bot. You know, it, 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 these people, again, hide behind and then I'm just so terrible with that word. Point being, it's just not my cup of tea, right? It's just not. Like, you get me in a room with a few people, I'll debate the shit out of it. Like, let's go. You know, I'm down for confrontation. But online, it's like, loses its substance or something for me, you know? And I just, <clears throat> I guess it's frustrating. And, and you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's had its point where it's just gotten to me. And I pretty much just use Twitter for fucking news. Like the fantasy football community, when I was in that, um, which it's been a great lift off my mind, not dealing with with that this year that the fantasy like the analysis the writing um just so much i i've like cut my fantasy football involvement in half and it did wonders this year but did that, that community soured me on aspects of social media a bit i guess and so there, there's all of that stuff and then the idea of becoming well-known and social media being a big part of what I do because that gets people all up in your shit because of your opinions. I've heard what other people go through death threats to themselves, to their family, you know, people like it just, it, it's crazy what people will do to someone or say to someone or how to try and attack someone. It, and does it, it scare me personally? No. Again, if it's just me, Bring on the confrontation. I'm all for mixing it up. I'm all for the chaos. Always. However, what I'm about, what I'm good with, takes a back seat when I have family that I care for. And my family, my reason for living, my salvation, I, I protect them always. So the idea of that shit is not as welcoming when I consider my family, you know? I'd welcome it with open arms. But I have to consider my family. My love for them makes me reconsider some things in that light. And I was hanging on to kind of get through the elections and things like that, but I remember I once stepped away from Reddit and it helped tremendously. So I have no misgivings about leaving Twitter as of now, and maybe someday I'll get back on. And uh, it would have been funny to see if Trump does anything. It sounds like he's, he, he's for the moment, stay, staying with true social. Cause he kind of has to, right? He, <laughs> he got, that, that thing is failing. If he dips, it's done. So he, I feel like he kind of has to say that. But I feel like eventually he'll start floating over to Twitter on occasion. It's going to be interesting. I am still on Instagram for now, for the moment, even though it is attached to Facebook. That, that I'm still there. But other than that, yeah. I, and again, no qualms about it. And it's not totally because of the Elon thing. or It's not really any one thing in particular. It's a, it's a bunch of things. And like I said, I've just found... Um, yeah, social media isn't one of my favorite things. And maybe I just need a break from it, you know, for the most part. Because Instagram is real easy. It's videos and pictures. <laughs> so, and I don't go into the comments too often. So, 
just going to stick with that for now. We'll see how it goes. And I know some people are going to be like, oh, that's so weak. Mentally, you can't handle it. Huh, I can handle it fine. It's just, do I want to? And I just got to the point where, because mm-hmm. again, I'm on Twitter, not really engaging because it's not a big part of what I want to do to begin with. Um, I was soured on that a bit. And then, you, you know, the people I want to engage with most, I'm like half are bots and half are so stuck in their ways. It's waste of breath, waste of time. And I hate wasting time. And again, you, you, uh, I've literally had someone laugh off facts and give me some source from some Christian university, this made up bullshit. It was just, it's mind bending. And I just decided I don't want to argue with that kind of stupidity. (laughs) I just, that's a big part of it. So again, not one reason, several reasons, put it in the rear view mirror. We'll see how I feel after the holidays. Um, and go from there, you know. But it is what it is. I mean, to each their own, as I always say. But we're going to take a quick break. Come back. No wheel. I'm going old school again. No wheel. And we're going to come back, talk elections, and Elon Musk, and all sorts of shit. Be right back. I define the difference between right wing and left wing. People to the right of center. Well, let's start with the people to the left. People to the left of center, liberals, Democrats, populists, they're interested in people, human beings and human values. People to the right of the line, Republicans and rich people and, and, um, and right-wingers, they're interested in property. Property, not people. And they're, they're soulless. They're, they're, they're without soul. They don't really care. They don't really care. They don't, these Christians don't do Jesus' work, which is to feed the poor and take care of the ones who can't help themselves. That's what their Jesus said. Feed those who have no way. Ones who have to have nothing to going for them. Help them in my name. Don't even want to know about it. Where's that tax return? I, get, get my, I want my, my, what are they called? The rebate. Oh. It's goofy. It's just goofy, man. Yes, we are back. We are back. As I said, no wheel of madness this pod. Again, if you're new, normally I do this wheel of madness thing. I have a spinning wheel, put topics on it, knock out as many I can in 15 minutes, and then I save the rest for a little mad dash thing. We're not doing that this pod because I just really wanted to get into this election stuff a little bit and a few other topics. But first because I was talking about Twitter and this whole thing to me is kind of Twitter has been wild because Elon, well, the first, the first funny thing I did, like (laughs) he literally gets on and says, comedy is legal again. And then starts suspending people making fun of him. And literally people are doing Elon Musk accounts and saying random shit because now you can buy the blue check mark and you don't have to be verified. It's a fucking mess. <laughs> and you got all these parody accounts. And then he's trying to attack that. And he says, unless you want to get suspended, you got to have parody in the title, in the name. And uh, it, it's just, it, it's a mess. And in a way, it's fantastic because it's funny as hell to see what's going on. It's also not fantastic because, you know, some of the hate that's being put on there. So it it really is a wild time on that. And then, you know, Trump comes back. And like I said, so far, from what I've seen, he hasn't taken the bait yet. But yet, yet. We'll see if he, he stays away for long. But so far... Trump uh, reinstated, but not tweeting. (laughs) And as far as Twitter, I mean, maybe Elon gets this all figured out and gets it working again. There's some people, like him or not, that believe um, 
in a way he knows what he's doing and like Twitter probably had too many people working there that, that, that they had too many employees for what needed to be done. Maybe that's true. Maybe it's not. I don't know. I don't know shit about that. I just know he's firing people. He's trying to hire some back getting locked out of HK. Like there's all this weird shit going on and he, and he's being hypocritical at points and it's just, it's comedy gold. Right. And maybe, maybe he gets it figured out. I wouldn't put it past him. He has made it very far in life. Uh, no matter the means he's used to get there. Um, you gotta feel this is a bit of a, a shot to the image and uh we'll see <laughs> we'll see what happens in the future but for the meantime uh twitter's kind of a fucking mess and it very much looks like elon is struggling but again we'll, we'll see but <laughs> it's just all funny speaking of taking a shot to their image i'll give you mr donald trump because not only did the, the red wave, red wave that was predicted and screamed about by Republicans, the red wave, which really was much more of a red trickle, just a little red trickle, a little trickle of red. Yes, that's red. Like if you got yourself shaving and you get a little trickle of red on your face, a little trickle of red is so cute. Not only did the red wave not happen, but uh, Trump, his announcement for president hasn't been uh, necessarily universally loved by, by the Republican Party, I would say. Because on one hand, you got some Republicans ready to move on from the orange troll fucker. But then, on the other hand, you got plenty of others lining up to sanctimoniously suck his dick. So, this should be interesting going forward, this tension among the party. But they're united on one thing. Hunter's laptop. <laughs> yes, all the talk of gas prices, inflation, border security, blah, 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 blah. And first order of business, Hunter's laptop. That's right. And don't get me wrong. If he's done some shady shit, punish his ass. If Joe Biden's involved, punish his ass too. That doesn't mean we take away from what Trump did or forget about what Trump did. Because this very much seems like revenge, right? Very petty. That's what it seems like. That's what it comes across as. And it, it, it's just funny that people who screamed, which hunt? For the Dems going... After all, Trump D are, are trying to act like this isn't revenge. It's, it's, it's funny. They went on a witch hunt. Didn't they, did they not have a witch hunt for Hillary Clinton? Clinton? Isn't that what they did? And this whole Hunter's laptop thing, like, again, he's done some really bad shit. Punish him. If Joe's involved, punish him. Doesn't mean we shouldn't punish Trump. It's all crazy to me. And speaking of the email lady, she testified, right? Yeah. She did. Why isn't Trump? Why is he avoiding? Why is he pleading the fifth after talking so much shit about people that do? I know he got on and said, I understand why. Because of witch hunt. Yeah. Did it. Wonder why you don't want to testify, Trump. Yeah. But we'll see where this friction amongst the Republican Party goes. Uh, and if some grow a spine and push for DeSantis, or will they cave to the MAGA? The MAGA. Although, uh, like I mentioned earlier, I might prefer Trump personally, but Ronnie Boy is a bit more smart. You like, uh, might be a little more dangerous so while you know war continues in ukraine and 
protesters in Iran are sentenced to death and just shit all over the world. And we wonder if we sit on the brink of World War III. Despite all that, citizens of the U.S., particularly youngsters, rolled out to vote. And they threw up barricades against that red wave and made it a red trickle. Yes, things seem better. We got a victory. There's still concerns. Again, Trump is walking free and he just announced he's running for president. Like, this guy did some shady shit. And I know, special counsel, but like others, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for something to happen. And while waiting, he's walking free. And if I'm to be honest, DeSantis as the party leader might be scarier than Trump because it'll be much quieter. So it does leave you wondering, like, if they do indict Trump, if Trump does get what's coming to him, we still have to deal with DeSantis. But for the time being, democracy is holding despite the election deniers who actually seem to now be a bit of a turnoff to voters. I mean, who would have thought being a sore loser would do that, would turn people off? <laughs> but I really feel like more than anything, this election showed what the youth of America thinks. Voted in droves. They, they don't seem down for the GOP agenda. It's against women's and minorities' rights that want to ban books, rewrite history, etc. Let's just hope this momentum can continue. Because there's still plenty of crazies out there. Still misinformation being spread. This guy I work with, right? He's not like your full MAGA type. But he is very much a... Joe Rogan type listens to the Joe Rogan who by the way had to come out and make another apology for saying some more shit on his podcast that wasn't true huh who would have thunk but this guy I work with he doesn't seem like a bad guy man but he's always spouting off about different conspiracies and then he'll talk about all sorts of shit it's it just reminds me like it it, it reminds me of and I don't know where his political allegiances lie, but it, it reminds me of a lot of Republican shit where it's like, what about this? And what about that? And what about that? And it's like, but all the, you know, stuff like with abortion, pro-life, it's a great example. It's just pro-life people. They don't want you to have abortions because that's a quote unquote murder. But once the kids are born, they don't give a fuck because they don't support Foster care programs, adoption agencies, they don't support health care for mother, like all the shit that would go into ensuring a good life for that baby. They just wanted to get born and then they don't give a fuck. And that's where some of these conspiracy theorists like, you know. What about the Epstein stuff? Okay, you just care about that? Or tell me you care about the kids in all ways, right? Tell me you're voting for things like Colorado. We just had this thing where we vote to increase the taxes. So kids got school. It had something to do with, I don't know the details. But I'm like, hey, this is going to benefit kids at school? I'm down to pay a little more taxes. That's how society works, right? That's how society works. Did you vote for that? Again, it, it's like, yes, of course, figure the Epstein shit out. But is that the only area where you're showing how you care for the kids? Like, to me, it's just like, if you care for the kids, let's get, let's care and do what we can in all aspects, right? Again, like pro-life. If you're that much pro-life, where's, you know, all the support for things that can help these kids once they're born? I just... Anyway, I digress. Apology. It, it just really did. I, and again, the pro-life thing to me is a great example because there's a lot of that. We care about this one aspect, but the rest of it, whatever. And it's to me, it's like, if you're going to care about that, you got to look at all the aspects, if that makes sense. But this guy I work with, he was this past week at work talking about the Kyrie Irving situation. 
and then the, and then he said in this movie is not anti-semitic and the way he said it like this he didn't watch it now he makes some points like other people it is kind of weird the nba forcing him to apologize things like that i don't disagree with some of that stuff but also this isn't just they're getting on Kyrie because of this one thing. No. Kyrie's built up a bit of a history. People are about done with him. It wouldn't surprise me if this is being used as a means to say, this is your last chance, motherfucker. You know, people are tired of his shit in that league. So I feel like it was more of an opportune time to put some clamps on it because of his extended history of bullshit. And people also don't understand, this dude doesn't even, if you really look into this shit, how much does he believe in what he's saying? Or does he just say shit? It's like he doesn't, it's like he's not educated and he's just, he learns this new shit and he takes every, you can't believe everything you hear on the internet. Ever, you ever hear that? There's so much shit to the Kyrie Irving story and the way people, it just act like he's a martyr is just, uh, and I will say over and over again, it's this kind of shit. It's the wet dream of the white supremacist. Oh, look at the Jews and the blacks fighting amongst each other. Ah, they probably jerk off to this shit. This is exactly what they want. The minorities fighting against each other. That's what disappoints me more than anything about all of it. Uh, but there's a group I particularly hate. It's those white supremacists. Really, any racist-ass motherfuckers or prejudice. Just really bigots and prejudice in any way. Not a fan. So, it's just... It's exactly what they want. So, you got information like that out there. You, I mean, you got, I'm getting ready to do this podcast and I read, there's a shooting here in Colorado, in Colorado Springs at a gay nightclub, appears to be a hate attack. There's shit like that. I read a report of uh, like people are going after politicians and they're going after the whole in Arizona, people sitting at ballot boxes with guns and shit. Like, this is the kind of shit that's going on. Political intimidation, hate attacks. So we still have all that shit to deal with. And really, there's always been that shit to deal with. The difference is these people that do this stuff, they, they've been emboldened. So the frequency, the frequency with which these things happen seems to have ratcheted up a little bit could be wrong but i do know this these fuckers have been emboldened but for now bottom line democracy is held momentum is on our side and we'll see what happens from here so another quick break back to close up this tea potty and we'll see you in a sec We're going to close this up, my friends, my madcaps. I do want to get into some fun stuff. Sports is getting crazy. As I mentioned, the World Cup begins today. I'm recording this Sunday. A lot of you might not get this or listen to it till Monday, tomorrow. But recording on Sunday, World Cup starting. You got the NBA and NHL underway. Baseball is ended. So, uh, major league soccer has ended and again we go into the world cup and i, I know it's, it's that this fucking moral dilemma with sports no matter what it is it's with football these car crashes these dudes get into with each other 
you know, just slamming their bodies into each other. You just, you know, you get to a point where you love the sport, but you just feel a little bit icky. It's very much gladiator-ish with the way they, you know, Levitard on the Levitard show, Dan Levitard speaks kind of about this, that, you know, the gladiator sport and the spectacle of it and what these people do to their bodies. And yes, for lots of money, that's the reason to do it. But it is it is crazy to think about. And then the World Cup is like magnified so much because you know that the way Qatar got the, the World Cup is corrupt as shit. It's not a very big country. <laughs> it, there ha- they had to move the World Cup in order to get it played because of the weather in Qatar. Uh, Qatar, Qatar, Qatar. I, I've heard it pronounced so many ways. And I believe I know how you're supposed to say it, but I can't pronounce it very well. So, Cutter. Cutter, I just, Qatar, whatever. Bad shit. People dying to get this World Cup ready, et cetera, et cetera. Which, you know, usually I think there's a lot of, most World Cups, there's some shadiness in all of that. So, in a way, it's not different. It's just on such a bigger scale. You're already seeing pictures on social of what the conditions are like. Journalists are getting shut down. Like, it, it's just... Yeah, I mean, they're not selling booze anymore, which is crazy. I don't care, because I don't drink anymore. And it, so it's kind of funny. But they, they're not selling booze, like, except for certain spots. They're trying to sell it away from the state. Like, this is going to be an interesting cut. I'll put it that way. But it is, it, you, you know, I'll be watching, knowing the dirtiness that went into putting this on. And that's always a little gross, right? It's like in football. There's this, you know, I talk about this a lot. Like, and again, like I said, I know they get paid a lot of money, but like, People act like they could just go and do, like, you get so much money to play a game. I'd take that much money to play a game. Motherfucker, do you know, in order to play that game, what they have to do to their bodies, how they have to prepare their body? Like, you know, it's a different lifestyle. And I think they get paid a lot of, this is my belief, they get paid a lot of money because not a lot of motherfuckers can do what they can do. And that's how it is. If your talent is rare, you should make more. <laughs> if you can do something that damn near everybody else can do, you're not going to get paid as much. I, it, it, it makes sense to me. The rarer the skill, the more money. And football, there's this thing now with the turf because players want to play on grass. They don't want to play on the fucking Astro turf. And the players, the players association, they want something done about this because dudes keep getting hurt. Non-contact injuries bad enough. They have to run into each other and do all this. They shouldn't have to also be concerned about getting hurt on the field, the type of field they're playing on. And there's a huge difference. I mean, there's soccer players that refuse to play on turf. There's a reason for it. And it's just, that's something that needs to change. And hopefully football will watch out for its players if they really care about player safety and do something about this turf thing. But crazy sport. And, and you know, with soccer starting today, it's just going to get crazy and crazy. Next Sunday, the day after Thanksgiving, or the Sunday after Thanksgiving, the 27th, I believe, that's going to be a crazy sport. I've, I've talked about it a couple of pods ago, I believe. But there's World Cup starting in the morning. And like throughout the day, there's World Cup matches. Obviously, NFL football. There's basketball. There's hockey. There's just, there's like darts. A dart championship. Like all sorts of shit next Sunday. I'm looking at that. I'm telling you, I'm just going to get, it's going to be like a second Thanksgiving for me. Just full of sports. I'm just going to eat leftover turkey and smoke weed and 
have a sports day. So that's the plan. <laughs> it's going to be a blast. What else is a blast? That's a terrible way to get into that. <laughs> I was going to say, what else is the blast? Crypto has been blasted, but it makes no sense. Terrible transition. Uh, usually I get those down pretty good, but that one was <laughs> fucking awful. Are we uh, seeing the beginning of the death of crypto, though? I mean, I've never invested in the shit myself. I heard too much bullshit. I did. Like, first of all, the idea in itself made me personally go, huh? Basically paying money for nothing, nothing tangible, right? It's like these NFTs. This all it goes back to, it reminded me of uh, the NBA tops where they're getting those like, those highlight clips and you would like buy them and you could trade them and sell them. And it's like, and I understand there's probably going to be a point in time where everything's going digital. You think of Star Wars, where he's like, I have Republic credits. <laughs> like, you wonder if there will be a time when everything goes digital. But there were many reasons to look at this and go, oh, this ain't it. And uh, there, again, I noticed a couple, just me looking at it from the outside. But when you hear, you know, really smart people talk about this, um, yeah, it just seemed like this is going to end up being a scam. You've already got one company. Uh, was it TMX, TX? I can't even see. This is how much I care. But... <laughs> But I do know a little few things, and there's plenty of stuff you can look into about it. But um, that company going bankrupt, people are going to lose out money. Like, it's just crazy. And um, it does seem like crypto is kind of going down. But we'll see what happens. Um, we'll see if it rebounds. Because obviously there's other crypto companies out there, and it's just... It's a blow because it shows you that uh, even if crypto does how some somehow survive and kind of build itself back up, it's flimsy. It would appear flimsy, but I don't know enough about it. I'm gonna look into it more because I'd really like to, um, especially over you know the next couple of months, just see what happens and uh, really look into this because it's interesting. It is an interesting topic. Um, I found it interesting in the beginning, even though I was, you know, I never got into the NBA tops thing. I never got into any of that shit just because I guess spending money on something digital. I mean, the only thing I've done with that is I've bought like digital music. That's pretty much it. <laughs> like, uh, cause the, yeah, I, it's just so the whole idea was so weird to me personally, but I find the whole thing fascinating fascinating because people went hard on it and uh there's definitely some regrets there i imagine winter is coming winter is coming for crypto <laughs> but winter is coming for real like for real real and which is i'm okay with that i spoke about it before you know madcaps i love the seasons i've mentioned it several times i love having my fall my winter i enjoy the cold i actually do now, when it's super cold and you add in super windy, not the biggest fan I could do without that. <laughs> but for the most part, I don't know. I, I walk down in the morning to start the car and I'm just like, oh, it's cold. But I, I'm not like, fucking, it's cold to get me out of here. I'm like maniacally giggling like, ah, oh, it's so cold. Ah. I don't mind. It is what it is. I'd rather have the winter than not have a winter, to be, to be honest. Fuck Florida. <laughs> But speaking of winter, Game of Thrones. That's really why I brought it up because I want I wanted to talk more Game of Thrones because I've just been uh, like, I mean, House of Dragon again. That was really bringing back my love for it. And then I read Fire and Blood, right? And that was uh, super cool. Learned a lot about the Targaryens. But then I hopped into what the history of what what, what the hell is that book called? A world of ice and fire, maybe, but it's the history of Westeros, and I got into that, and um, you learn about the Andals, the First Men, 
the children, all sorts of things, all the way up into um, basically Robert becoming king and the beginning of Game of Thrones or A Song of Ice and Fire, I should say. And um, that got me like super pumped. And so I just, I was like, I really would like to start the series over. Um, but I'm knocking out his dark material. I'm knocking out some other shows that I need to knock out before we get the new season of his dark materials, which is coming early December season three, third and final season, his dark materials. It's going to be awesome. We're going to have that Wednesday show coming out the, the new Willow series. Like there's some shit coming that I'm excited for. I still got to check out Andor, So I've got some shit I'm checking out, but at some point, I really want to begin Game of Thrones all over again, the show. And I know people are disappointed with the, you know, how it ended. And I have some disappointments there, but for the most part, it's one of the greatest shows ever, if you ask me. It, it, fantastic TV. Just, you know, especially the first four or five seasons where they, it was, yes, there was lots of action and things like that, but there was all, all the, you know, conversations and, and, you know, the deals and manipulation and betrayal, that all that shit, all the stuff that goes in the Game of Thrones, the White Walkers. I just love it. So I've just been kind of bouncing around watching, watching different episodes. Last night I watched The Long Night. Such a good episode. So fucking good. A lot of people bitch about the darkness. And yes, I know the part at the beginning with the Dothrakis riding around that as a military strategy, yes, completely stupid. They were just going for something visual instead of something that actually made sense for that part. <laughs> so I'm with you there. But otherwise, I did, that's a great episode. I enjoy it. I enjoy it. But yeah, I just, in my opinion, some of the best TV ever. Uh, along with The Shield, I'm actually, that was a show back in my drinking days that I absolutely loved. But I never watched the final couple of seasons. And I've been telling people, my brother, my mom, my wife, they need to watch The Shield. So finally, the wife uh, got done watching Gotham for like the 800th time. <laughs> and she decided she was going to check out The Shield because I had shown her the pilot a while back and she did feel like it would be something she'd want to see. And she is so into it. She is binging the shit out of it. She's a bit, maybe a few weeks in. She's already uh, close to season five. So she's been just flying through it. And uh, I'm going to try and... Um, get reacquainted with the shield myself uh watch the season or two that i haven't seen so we can kind of watch that final seventh and final season together is the plan but uh the shield another great show another crazy show it was one of those where it, you know when you watch game of thrones one of the parts about that um that is so fascinating is that very few of those characters are through and through good people like they, they all have some shit to them right and uh they've all done some not so cool shit for the most part like and that's kind of with the shield you were seeing you know these people who are not the greatest individuals but there's aspects to them that gets you to kind of root for them. You know, that it's like Jamie in Game of Thrones. Fucking asshole. Push Brain out the window. He's just the general shithead. But it, at a point, you see the qualities of him that are endearing, that make you say, oh, he's not so bad. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's crazy. And I feel like The Shield really was one of the first shows to kind of capture that, you know, that you know that this these characters are are inherently both good and bad you know so it, it's just i love that it. It, it's good stuff i did want to mention i read this crazy article um not crazy awesome i should say about the totally to get away from game of thrones about how 
uh, scientists now believe that life started on Mars, which has always, you know, been something I've definitely considered possible because it's not the first time I've heard it, but there's some pretty interesting stuff. I'll attach the article in the show notes and it goes into great detail, which I'm not going to do here, but the overall idea is that early on in our solar system, Mars had settled a little bit, right? And earth still evolving. And then it hits a Mars size body. This is what created the moon, but that impact would also wiped out any beginnings of life, any possibility of life and um, the environment that would have been good for life to thrive. But not so in Mars. It would have been pretty stable at that point in time. And so the idea is that life likely came from Mars. Would be pretty crazy. Would be pretty crazy. And it would make sense if life's ancestors were from Mars. That would make sense. Wouldn't it? I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe it does make sense. What does make sense? Nothing makes sense. <laughs> okay. We're going to get ready to get the hell out of here. But before we go, having just had the elections, I wanted to point out my absolute favorite parts of election week and, and the results and all that. <clears throat> So, number three, I guess this is like a top three. <laughs> John Fetterman beating Dr. Oz. So good. So good. And I know, struggled a bit with the debate. If you can't tell, Fetterman is going to work for the people. I don't know what to tell you. I like that dude. Better than Dr. Oz, who didn't even know when the fucking Steelers were playing. And <laughs> I, he's just another one of those Trump people that uh, lost and it's great another trump person that lost my number two favorite moment of election week was carrie lake fuming over her loss and she had started that shit that election did just like trump just like trump well if i lose it's because it was stolen it was rigged and it's funny how the, it's only the ones the republicans have lost that could have been rigged um <laughs> So her getting all pissed off um, and losing her mind was great. But number one is Trump losing his mind. because he, <laughs> And that had to have been why his, his announcement for president's speech was so, <clears throat> as has been described at least, blah. Maybe not exactly like that. It's just summing it up, blah. So <laughs> it's just great. It was great. I mean, it, yes. We needed fucking Bobert to lose. We needed MTG to lose. Uh, and they're still around, unfortunately. But we got a lot of what we wanted to. So I think it's good stuff. Good stuff. All right. Let's end this tea party, my friends, my madcaps. Let's end it and, uh, you know, get on with our lives. Get ready for good old turkey. Turkey day? Turkey week? It's turkey day. Go watch some World Cup and some football, and uh, enjoy my day before work. Turkey Week starts. Tomorrow. Happy Turkey Day! We'll chat soon. Stay safe, stay vigilant, stay.